Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we are here to uh, encourage you, to hopefully give you some words of encouragement, some inspiration, but also some knowledge on certain things. We are a tech company, and we work with churches. We do. That's right. And we, yeah, we primarily serve churches with tech solutions. But today we're going to be, it's not quite as tech. Well, it's a little techy, huh? I think so. I, I think you could call it that. It, it certainly would would involve the internet. Yes. <laughs> and specifically, it involves Facebook today. Yes. And we're actually taking some uh, some notes here from a, a former guest of ours or a guest we've had in the past in the Church Solutions podcast. His name is Ryan Hulk, H-O-L-C-K. You might remember him. I think we interviewed him back in February. Yeah. And we need to have him back on again. But uh, we, we're going to talk today about five things to keep you from wasting money on Facebook ads. Yes. So Facebook ads. What are Facebook ads? Why do Facebook ads? Maybe we should start with that. Yeah, why, why even consider Facebook ads? Well, as, as you know, there's a, a number of people on Facebook today. I mean, it's a small number, only about, what, a billion people? I don't know. What's the latest number? I and mean, there's people. Everybody's on Facebook. I right, mean, for the most it part. is. Except there's a few people I went to high school with yeah. who apparently aren't on Facebook, but they might be dead. So maybe <laughs> that, maybe that's why they're not on it. But yeah. most people are on it. I listened to um, a guy give a talk about um, marketing your church. And, you know, in the past, it was really important that you had a great-looking building and a great sign because you would, you know, as people drive by or you're on a busily populated street, they're going to check out your sign, they're going to see your church, and that's a good way to, um, you know, get your exposure. But he was also pointing out today, those people that are driving by that well-manicured sign and and church building are going to go to the information superhighway and look for your church as well. That's right. And they're going to even if they don't find you on the on the internet first, which most people will, uh, they're going to go there bef- to look you up and find out mm-hmm. some more about you and right. before they go and visit the church. So that information superhighway is kind of. I mean, Google was the the main street for that, but Facebook is is quickly yeah. becoming. Uh, another resource. They've improved uh, what they have to offer now, and they're giving, I think, Google a run for their money. And let's face it, if you're a pastor, associate pastor, if you're on staff at your church, I would hope that you want your church to grow. I would hope that you want to reach people in your area, reach people. And that's one of the things we talk about. You know, We do streamingchurch.tv, and we encourage people to stream because it does help people find your church and get a taste. But uh, as we talk about Facebook ads, uh, there's a right way to do it, and there's a wrong way to do it. Yeah, so we've got five tips to... Five objectives here, or five things, yeah. That, to that, avoid wasting your money. Exactly. So let's it's just very easy. It. You could dump yeah. a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there may be people listening to this right now, this podcast, saying, yeah, I tried Facebook last year or two years ago or whatever, and... Didn't get any results, and it's a waste of money. But we, we, we want to give you something that they've changed things a little bit, and we think that this might be very helpful yeah, to you. Yeah, plus applying these tips, I think, will make a big difference. Absolutely. Too. All so, right. Yeah. So what is our first um, 
Our first point here, five yeah. things. The first thing that will keep you from wasting money on Facebook. Well, uh, this is probably a little bit of a no-brainer, but let's jump into it. The first one is you need to know what your objectives are. Yeah. So well, it's not necessarily not a, you know, a no-brainer in sense. I guess uh, yeah, when we talk about your objectives relative to the ad, I mean, the, the final objective is you get people coming through the door. Yeah. Right. But, but maybe not. You might not want that. I mean, right. as a church, I would hope you would. But there are other reasons to do Facebook. I mean, there's other things that you're – so what we're getting at here, what are you trying to accomplish? And so there's several things here. You know, what's your objective here? Uh, what is it that you're looking to do? Because there's other things besides getting people in the door, actually. Right. So well, And there's a means to – and we're going to kind of walk through different objectives right. here – before they walk through the door. So I mean, one, one objective could be, I, was, I just want to drive people to my website right, so they know exactly. more about my website. Yeah. Another objective may be, um, I want them to like my Facebook page. Exactly. You know, uh, or another objective may be, I, I just want them to see this video that I've mm-hmm. put together. So that mm-hmm. you know, yeah. once, by the time they get through the video, then they're going to walk through the door you know, to my church or whatever. Yeah. You know. Maybe you're selling a book. Maybe you've written a book. Maybe you've got a, a, a really good teaching series out there that's on, you know, well, DVDs a little dated, but there are still people using DVDs. So th- there may be some material that you've got that you want people to purchase, uh, you know, something like that, uh, something you want, or maybe your blog or something you want to just encourage people. So there's, there's all these things you need to look at, you know, uh, and, and how that all works. So you do need to, to kind of whittle it down and get an idea. Okay. What is it? You know, here the questions, what's the goal? What's the goal of this whole thing? And, and then go through all that stuff and that will definitely yeah. and, help you. To begin and with. as you, um, begin your Facebook ad, and you go to where do you go? I can't remember the URL for for beginning to post an ad within Facebook. If, uh, if you just log on and do a fa- do a quick search, he'll he'll take you. He'll right take you. Yeah. 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 So anyway, as you create your ad, one of the very first things that Facebook's going to ask is, "What is your objective?" Exactly. And because they'll put together different algorithms based on. Yeah what objective you have. And it could be, you know, watch my video, come to my website, like my page, and all of those will have different um, algorithms and strategies for, for right. achieving your yeah. objective. Yeah, it, it can seem a little overwhelming at first, but if you just take it one step at a time, it, it's not too bad. And obviously you have to have a Facebook account to get things going, but that will help. So uh, you, you definitely need to know what your objective ob- objectives are. And then next next thing would be you know what's your audience who's your audience uh, that would be the second point right so who who are you trying to reach right. and then you you know the the natural inclination well I just want to reach as many people as I can and wrong answer <laughs> yeah so why not just invite everybody um, <laughs> yeah. and so yeah this is supposed to be keeping you from wasting money yeah and it's, so. this does tie into what your objective was as well. So if, you know, if, if my objective is to get people to come to the church and I do that even through a video or just sure. visiting my church website, um, I need to know what, who the intended audience is for that. Exactly. Or it may yeah. be that wow, I just want to reach, you know, people with the gospel message and I don't care where they are. I don't care if they ever come to my church. That would be, you'd have a different objective and, and set up a different audience for that. Right. Yeah, an example here is, as Ryan has said here, you know, 
you're going to target parents with young children because you want them to attend your church's VBS, which is right. this time of the year is, is very popular VBS. So that's going to produce different results than trying to target retired people for maybe some other kind of a program you might have in your church mentoring or something like that. So you need to think through who you want to reach and any, you know, identifying characteristics about them that will make a big difference. So there's questions, you know, age, gender, which is, you know, again, Facebook has really improved. So yeah, you can so they, as you just FYI, if you've not done a, a Facebook ad before, you can go through and specify that I only want to show my ad to right. people that are, you know, eighteen to twenty-five years old mm-hmm. that are yep. male. Yep. So you can really narrow in on who this ad's going to appear for. So you're not wasting your your money on a you know a swath of people that really wouldn't could care less. Yeah, that could care yeah. less, right? Yeah. And of course, location, which is Facebook, I think is really good at this. You can you can actually pick your location. Right. Where you want this ad to run. So, you know, if you want it to run within five miles of your church or 10 miles. Right. So you can put in an address and then put a yep. radius in. So, yep. mm-hmm. right. Uh, or you can say yeah. a county or a city. Yeah, or county, a, city. Or a I zip mean, code. Does yeah. it support zip code? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It might. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you can break it down even further with married people, single people. Are you a parent? Are you retired? You know, the whole demographic thing is all part of that. And even interest. Right. I mean, even specific interest. Uh, and, and according to, to uh, and, and what Facebook has done, you can run this thing days, evenings, weekends. Yeah, so you can specify yeah. when the ad is, is active. Yep. So mm-hmm. if you're um, targeting working moms, you probably want to run it you know, later in the day or early in the morning. Right. Because yeah. there will be ad work. Uh, and hopefully not on Facebook during those <laughs> during your <laughs> well, work depends hours. on what kind of job they have right exactly right all right yeah so these are really good things and if you really work on this it will save you money and it will take the money that you know and you can use it in a very strategic way right to really reach so, people get the most yeah. bang for your buck so to speak right. and there's another tool that you can employ as well and you can set up both of these um, so you can go through and choose all these different parameters of who you want to reach the ad with. But um, one of the things that we've done in the past is if you have a list of people, say, um, members of the church, Mm -hmm. and you have all their email addresses, you can go into Facebook and load what they call a lookalike audience. Okay. And so basically, say you've got a church of 200 people and you have all of their email addresses, Mm -hmm. you can upload that Mm -hmm. email address list. And Facebook, if they if each if that email address does have a Facebook account, it will go through and identify people that look like mm-hmm. that person. Yeah. And you can you can say I don't want to show the ad to my lookalike person, or I can say I want to include my this lookalike person in the in the reach. So yeah. basically, it will tap into the network of those that already attend and show people that you know, meet that criteria. So I think that's a really good way to, I mean, the people that obviously made a decision to come to your church, people just like them are more people you want to attract. So um, using a lookalike audience is a good way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So good stuff here. So let's kind of, I guess, move on here. So we've talked about really knowing uh, what, you know, what your goal is, your objectives, uh, you know, your audience is what we just talked about here. 
And then I guess the third thing we might want to bring up is your budget. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, when you, if you go through these first two steps, it will give you a really good idea. Facebook will give you an idea how many people you you're potentially could reach. Right. And so it really makes it pretty easy. So then you can look at that and say, okay, yeah, what am I going to be able to spend here on this? And that's that's pretty important. So you know, if you spend fifty dollars, if you if you have fifty bucks to spend, uh, and that's all you have, you could maybe do that for what a weekend or something. Maybe that depends maybe on a little longer. how you constrain yeah. things. And and Facebook will let you budget things either by day mm-hmm. or by total expenditure. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. you know what we've done in the past is typically been by day. And so what, how that works is you say, oh, I want to, I don't want to spend more than five or $10 a day. Right. Um, Facebook will serve up ads to your, uh, target audience until it runs into the $10 mark and then it just won't show them anymore that day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you definitely need to, you know, put this, put some thoughts on this and you might run something with a small budget as a little test pattern. But the nice thing about it is you can, you can extend this, you can expand it, so to speak. And if you feel like you're getting some results, you can put a little more money into it and increase, hopefully increase what you're getting. But you, you definitely want to think it through. What's my budget going to be? Uh, I was in broadcasting, as you know, for many years, and I wasn't really on the sales end uh, of broadcasting, much to your disappointment. <laughs> but but I, well, I did have a lot of salespeople. I was operations manager, and, and I work with the salespeople. And I will tell you this, you know, the more consistent you can be uh, with running an ad, the better results you're going to get as long as the ad is good and the ad is, you know, doing what you want it to do. You know, and, and with Facebook here, if you go through this process, you can you can craft a pretty good idea of your budget and your audience and all that. And, and the more you're on, the more you're running, whether it's radio or TV or even magazines, uh, and as we just are talking here today online with Facebook, the, you know, the more consistent you can be, the better your results will be as long as you've got all these other things down, right? you know, as and long as you're not wasting. One of the nice things about this is you can, uh, run experiments too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go through and say, well, for this day, I'm going to change variable X, Y, Z and see what I see, what kind of results I get. Yeah. And, and then, so over time, you can kind of tune your ad to be, you know, an right. optimum ad for, to get results with spending the least amount of money. Yeah, good. So it's important to note Facebook has this, uh, you mentioned it, this algorithm. Uh, and they, according to this, the, the, the Facebook ad algorithm takes about three days to fully optimize your ad. So any budget changes you make, you know, adjustments to the algorithm restarts that process. And Mm -hmm. so you should go in with a plan and and try to make your budget changes. uh, What's the word? Incrementally 25% on an average rather than just all at once right? uh, to to really get the best results on that. And if, yeah, with any good uh, design of experiments, experiments, if you have a multiple variables, you don't want to change three quarters of the variables and then run it and find out what you want to, you want to, yeah, Tweak one little piece and go, oh, did that make it yeah. run better or run worse? Yeah. Oh, it ran worse. Okay, let's put it back. So, <laughs> yeah. And then tweak another one so you know what what made the change. Exactly. So questions here to consider with, when it comes to the budget is, okay, what's my total budget for this ad going to be? 
you know, per day, per campaign? What portion will I use to maybe test the ad? Uh, you know, ramping up your spending one to three days, four to six days, increase to 25%, maybe seven to 10 days. You know, those kind of things you need to really think it through a little bit and, and, and then begin to pursue it. So, All right. So we have been through the first three here. All right. Let's do the fourth one. So the fourth thing to, to really consider here when it comes to running Facebook ads is the ad itself, your ad. So the content of this ad that we're talking about, you may want to run. It's obviously, as we just alluded to earlier, it's, it's either going to make it or it's going to break it. So you definitely want it to be good. So the idea would be to take a few minutes, look over you know, your Facebook feed, notice which you know, maybe sponsored posts that make you stop mm-hmm. and take notice and which ones you tend to ignore. You know, just kind of browsing through Facebook. And this, this might be a good indication that, you know, of what might or might not work for your, your church ad. Right. So, and one of the things that's, that's gaining a lot of traction is um, video ads. So yes. you can do, yeah, you can test different images. You can yeah. also put up a video as well. And obviously, as you've seen videos in your feed, they are muted Mm-hmm. Um, as you go through them. So one of the things is a tip I got from uh, somebody else that was doing some experiments with uh, with video ads is um, ads with, um, I'll call it subtitles or titles over them, videos with titles over them have worked just tr- a lot better than other video-based ads because it will draw, you know, you see a talking head talking, you don't know what's right. going on, you just skim right through it. But if your if your ad is you know, typically the formula is do you, you know do you have this problem? Let's specify problem A, and then right. it goes into here's how we solve that problem. But if you have a video ad that runs with text that okay. um, is kind of like an overlay, yeah, kind of like an overlay or lower yeah. third thing that okay. says mm-hmm. that explains what the guy's saying. You know, he's still talking, right. but. You know, yeah. during the as it's scrolling by, you know, people can just read the video portion of it. So yeah. a a quick free tip for you know video based. So those ads. ads get much more. Those videos get more looks. They get they more views. get more clicks and yeah. traction because people will sure. glance and read through them. And the other thing yeah. that you know that um, he talks about in this article is you don't need to spend a bunch of money to make a really great, uh, highly produced video. You know, uh, just a video shot with a phone and yeah. something yeah. really very authentic uh, typically yeah. will get just as good as results. Yeah, just watch your lighting and make sure, you know, your your your, your subject's in focus, so to speak, and not far away. But, uh, you know, audio is good, even though we just mentioned having maybe overlays on it. But, uh, yeah, I, I could certainly see that with overlays and, you know, because when you're scrolling, you know, especially if you're in a conference call, you know, like I am a lot of times with you and I'm bored. I just start looking at Facebook ads and, and I don't have to turn the volume on. I can see the. Well, you don't get coming. the volume until you click on one, right? I mean, is they. Well, you can through. mute it, I think, can't you? No, they're, they default. They're all muted. Yeah, but I mean, if I clicked on the ad, oh, then, oh. It would, then it would bring. Yeah, then it would start playing the, okay. the audio with it. But, okay. but that's, 
in order for you to click on it, you needed to know what was going on. So it was either some yeah. visually compelling, right? Okay, you know, gotcha. somebody falling out of a moving car or something, or you know, something <laughs> exactly. to draw your attention. Yeah, exactly. Or it's got a who doesn't like watching people falling out of moving cars? <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, it's that's a big hit. <laughs> but yeah, but but getting back to the whole thing about it is, you know, uh, and I think what you just shared there was important. You know, is your ad is it compelling? You know. Uh, you want to share something that's compelling. So whether it's an image and images do get lots of clicks, obviously, or video, as you just said, Uh, and uh, the photo, the video, uh, is it, is it really something that's, that's going to connect people, going to attract people. And, and then also I think, you know, if you're doing an ad, there needs to be a call to action, which if you've had any kind of experience in, doing ads at all, they're always going to tell you call to action. And so what call to action are you going to include? Right. Well, that's, you know, that ties into your objective too. Right. Exactly. So you may have a link that takes you to my website or a sign up form for VBS or it could be anything. Or maybe if you're doing a webinar, I mean, uh, you know, you get have people do, you know, sign up for your webinar, your church webinar or something. I don't know. Churches churches doing webinars. You know, I think it'd be a great idea to, to do that. Let's do one. All right. For churches, though, not for yeah. us. All right. So, all right. So, what else we got here? Uh, questions to ask here about when we're creating an ad. Uh, you know, is there a way people can can find you? Is there a link or something that they can click on that's going to keep the process going? Depending on what you want to do there. Uh, you know, is there if you want somebody to register for something, VBS or some program you've got? Uh, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, you definitely need to think this through because, you know, as we said at the very beginning of this portion, you know, the ad is very important. <laughs> like these other things we just talked about, the tracking and everything else, these ads are important. Oh, tracking's next. But I'm talking about, you know, uh, what your goal is and what you're, uh, what you're trying to do as far as your budget and, and those things. So definitely definitely some stuff. And, you know, really put some thought into it. Give it, give it a little bit of time. Don't just rush through it. So, all right, moving along here. Moving Anything on. else to add about the ad? <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. Uh, so our fifth element is your tracking. Yeah. What do we mean by that? So tracking means, uh, you know, who who saw the ad? You know, who's responding to the ad? Uh, you know, impressions. I guess that would be part of that. Uh, you know, are you reaching people? What's your total reach? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, there's another term. What is it called? CP, CPM? CPM? Yes. What's CPM? Cost per? Thousand. Cost per thousand. Which, uh, yeah. You know, what's Always it? confounded everybody. Well, M, thousand? What's yeah. that all about? Well, that's the Roman numeral, right? Uh, I right think so. That? Is that right? I, I believe so. But, I don't know. But Maybe. you would like CPM. Yeah. Is that cost per there's, million? There's CPC, <laughs> which is cost per click, right? Right. Uh, so uh, the tracking, so in the past there, there was really, yeah. And you have options when you set your ad up, whether you wanted to pay based on impressions or paid on based on clicks. That's right. So that's important. Right. Yeah. It's definitely important. Uh, and we, when we've done it, we've always done cost per per clicks. Right. So we always felt that like that was the best thing to do. Right. But it may not be for for the people, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe, Cost per click is not what you want. Maybe you want, yeah, I don't know. It depends on what your strategy yeah, is, and again. maybe you run some experiments yeah. and find out which, which work best for you. But, you know, in the old days, I don't know if you remember this, but there, was, there used to be this thing called Yellow Pages. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I was, 
Well, when I was I think we still get them. Yeah, somebody throws them in my driveway. Yeah, they get to my recycle bin immediately. They go from my driveway to my garbage can. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just that's the reality of it. So, um, but yeah, I used to, you know, when I was executive pastor at your church years ago, Yellow Pages, you, you pretty much. Wanted to be in the yellow yeah, pages. That was a, uh, and then it was a question of okay, what? How much money are we going to spend in the yellow pages? Are we going to have a color ad? Are we going to just have a you know a black and uh, yellow ad? I, I remember these days. All those things, you know, you had to sit there and think. Uh, and then I remember so, even in Kansas when I was pastoring my church in Kansas, I still did it. Uh, but then this was in the early 2000s. But then I finally just said, Nah, I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh, and yeah. part of the problem with with this, whether it's yellow pages. Or newspaper ads, or any kind of print, uh, it's really hard to find out whether it worked or not. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's really, really a challenge. And the nice thing about Facebook is it gives you real time feedback, so you can actually adjust things. You know, and you can adjust your ad, as we were saying earlier, and you can do some things. So if the ad's not working, maybe you can change it and adjust it a little bit. You can't do that once you put a yellow page ad or a print, or anything that's in print. Uh, it's really hard to, you can't change it. It's there. It's, you're living with it now. And this is an important piece just to go view your tracking to recognize it. Oh my gosh, I made a major mistake. I, I wanted the, the city of Albuquerque or something. Yeah. And rather than the state of Nebraska and, you know, oh my gosh, I'm serving this ad to all these people that are thousands of miles away. They're never going to make it to my VBS. So the nice thing about this is it, it, it tracking with Facebook is, is very effective. Right. And then you can look at those things we just mentioned when we mentioned tracking, impressions, total reach, you know, number of people who received the impressions, those kind of things. So, uh, yeah. So I think it's good stuff. And I think it's really something. And, and you and I did a podcast on this, what, a year ago where we talked about, you know, using it for your church to when you're doing streaming video to get people to watch your streaming, your live stream, right, that's, which still applies. You could still do this. Right. So yeah, if you're listening to this, give that a, so the idea here is I'm just, I just want to bring people to my live service. Yeah. And so the, what that or means is, you, or, or well, to my to, streaming live to service, streaming, yeah. right? So the, my objective is to get people to, so as I'm setting my objective up, I want to people end up on my live stream while my live stream is underway. So knowing those objectives, that's going to target, obviously, as you are right. uh, looking for an audience, it's just going to be people that are on Facebook while you're streaming your live service. Yeah, it be Sunday so, morning maybe. Yeah, so it's, which is, in my mind, I, we haven't proved this right or wrong yet, but um, it seems like that would be a really effective way to just grab as many people close to you, get them into your service, and then... Because we, you know, we feel strongly that if people attend a service online or even part of a service online, they're going to get to know what it's like. And mm-hmm. if they were willing to click on a thing to consider the service, right. if it's a good fit, you're going to see those people at church. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. We're out of time. So Ryan Hulk, thank you, Ryan, for these notes. Good stuff. If you have a question about this, you can send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our products, streamingchurch.tv. We have churchapplive.com, which is a mobile app. We have myflock.com, which is our uh, 
church management stuff and website templates. We've got other stuff too. So if we can help you with anything, that's what we're here for. We, we love churches and we like to help churches. And so uh, we are available for you seven days a week. So thank you, Steve, for your help on this. I'm glad to be here. And he is Steve Lacey. My name is Phil Thompson. Catch us for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast next time. Have yourself a great day.